Hey everyone, you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. This is the weekly yoga Q&A. To ask a question, visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Shoot me an email, find me on Instagram at yoga podcast or other social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. It's either Love Breezy Bree or Breezy Bree. All the information is in the description of the show notes. Thank you so much for your question. Let's get started. Namaste. Hi, everyone. So this week's yoga Q&A is a really fun question to answer. Definitely going to be coming from a perspective of my opinion, but I do think it's a fun conversation because you hear it all the time in yoga studio classes and sometimes you witness it. So let's go ahead and talk about it. Why does yoga make me emotional? Or better yet, why did I cry on my yoga mat? (laughs) And I love just breaking it down to that simplistic question. But really, the real question was, why do I get emotional from practicing yoga? And there's a lot of ways that we can think about this. One can be those who are attracted to practicing yoga might on some respect you know, with some respect, already be emotional, maybe even consider themselves empaths or compassionate or in tuned and introspective. So I mean, obviously, you're already aligning yourself with that vibration if you're even interested in the practice of yoga, I would venture out to say. But also with that said, I believe that anytime you're connecting with your self on a deeper level, which yoga inherently allows you to do when you're really um, being called upon to set intentions, to be mindful, to be meditative, when you are practicing pratyama, breathing exercises, all of that is requiring you to be really tuned in. And anytime you're that tuned in, you're going to also begin to bring up other things in the mind, in the body. Emotions will naturally formulate. It's no different really than being in, you know, some really intensive therapy session that's, you know, propelling you to think outside the box. Yoga really does do that. It's really difficult to not think from a level of a higher vibration after you've been practicing for any length of time. I mean, it could be your first time practicing and you're going to feel a little bit different in a way that you are quite not sure what just happened. But as far as actually getting truly emotional, crying on the mat, there are also some physiological reasons that might also lend itself to bringing that out of you. We are of that school of thought in the yoga community that opening up the hips is also opening up that emotional portal. Specifically, if you're a woman, the idea is that we are lining back up with those chakras. Women are very vulnerable in the space that they are giving life through birth of children, regardless if you are Um, a life giver or not, just having that energy residing in the feminine nature can definitely stir up emotions when you're 
in, you know, pigeon or yogi squat or lizard pose, postures that are really opening up the hips. And men also very well can be experiencing more emotions as well from hip openers. There's a connection with the hips and the mind. There's a connection with the hips and the jaw um, being formulated in the womb together. So there's a lot that's going on in the body that we're still very much not completely even sure of. But what we do know is life is born there. Life is created in that space. You are definitely focusing all the way from the root chakra to the sacral chakra. There's a lot that is in the energy sources in that space. You know, you have your sexual organs there. You have reproductive organs, again, bringing life back to that place. That's where your creativity lives. That's also where your sense of well-being and safety lives. So if that's been compromised, that's also going to be a trigger that might populate from the opening of that space. So there's a lot that can happen within practicing yoga that is a trigger or that is just subconsciously coming up in the body because of the physical practice alone. However, I believe because we are being so introspective, we are connecting mind back with spirit and then with body and all of that, I think it's a little bit more profound than necessarily you would find in other disciplines. Now, I know as a former avid runner, running can give you that same feeling. And I think it's because you're still making that mind-body connection there as well. And running can be very spiritual. I mean, there's nothing like the requiring of your body taking you to lengths that you didn't know were possible, right? Especially if you're a long-distance runner. But as we think about yoga, you also have this feeling of being in community with like-minded people in a way that's different than just, you know, being in a dance class. It's almost like we're all here together. We're all digging deep. We're all going for it. And so there's that level of also having that vibe of community that lets you feel like without understanding it feeling really safe and in that in an environment that allows you to become spontaneously emotional. Now, also just practicing alone can also be a very emotional experience and very introspective. I know that I've taught privates with students who've cried after their private on their mat. Um, I've had students cry on their mat, but tell me that they were crying because they didn't know that they were ever going to be able to rotate their shoulder that way again and something sn popped in a good way and they were able to do it. Um, so there's a lot that comes up. So I think the question isn't why or, you know, why does yoga make us so emotional? It's just, are you comfortable with allowing yourself to embark in that place, in those depths? And I think it's important that you allow that to be a part of your practice as comfortably as you can, little by little over time, and really just owning it because it can truly be a huge, huge part of any healing process that you need, whether you're healing from injury or healing from something 
emotionally or something mentally, whatever it is, when you are allowed to experience who you really are in your most, and I hate to say this buzzword, authentic state, but the truth is that is the truth. When you can really connect back to yourself in that way, your practice not only becomes lifelong, but it becomes really meaningful. And having meaning is just irreplaceable. It's undeniably like the purpose of why we are here, right? Having meaning. And sometimes having meaning has to come from a place of deep, deep, deep emotions. And I'm just so grateful that there's a practice like yoga that encourages us to really find that space within ourselves. So I hope that I was able to answer this clear and concisely for the listener who gave this weekly question. I don't know that necessarily that was an answer, but I definitely think that there are more questions than there are answers. And we should spend most of our time just asking questions and allowing one question to lead to the next because that's what keeps us curious and that's what keeps us involved. And so I hope that this did that for you. Most importantly, where has yoga allowed you to dig deep? So that's my question for you. How have you allowed yoga to show up for you in a way that allowed you to be more introspective, allowed you to get more deep and authentic? And have you had the pleasure of really letting it all out right there on the mat. So, food for thought. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.